Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes, and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. And we've got a great story coming up for you. We want to remind you that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for the Thursday full hour-long episode drop each week. This Thursday, you'll want to tune in for the wonderful tall tale teller from West Virginia, Bill Lepp. He's going to share a story about trying to ride your bike so fast that you set your chain on fire. A story called Fire Bike, recorded live in the Appleseed studio. You won't want to miss it. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our assistant producers, Trent Horton. Trent, thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be here. And what are we going to hear today as our Appleseed Bite? So we're going to hear from Jay O'Callaghan a story called Connor and the Leprechaun. (laughs) Reminder that... Leprechaun stories can be told at any time of the year, right? Yeah, leprechauns are not just around during March. Right, right? that's right. Um, But before we listen, Sam, uh, what if you had a magic pair of shoes, what do you think you'd do with them? Dance, man. You'd dance? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and as I pondered that same question after this story, my answer was not give them away to somebody. (laughs) Right. But uh, that's exactly what happens. Um, in this story. So pay attention to that. Yeah, a story about the giving away of a magic pair of shoes, right? Mm -hmm. Connor and the Leprechaun is the story. The storyteller is the very wonderful Jay O'Callaghan. And we're happy to bring this story to you on today's Appleseed Bite. Once, there was a leprechaun that lived high in a tree. The tree was in front of no man's land. They called it that because no one from the fishing village went across that field. They knew the leprechaun like privacy. The wonderful thing about that leprechaun is he made fine shoes. But the strange thing was is every time he made shoes for himself, (laughs) he'd hear a cry, a human pain. And the leprechaun would give his shoes away. Well, the crying would stop. The leprechaun, he was getting old and grumpy in his age, and he was way up there in the tree, stretching. He said, Well, tree, I think I'll go down and see the butterflies. You do that, said the tree. So the old leprechaun climbed down, down, down. He jumped into the grass. and He said, I'll be back, tree. I'll wait right here. The leprechaun laughed politely. It was the tree's only joke. Hey, the leprechaun, he's bouncing around, looking at the butterflies, and all of a sudden, oh! A bee had bit him on the toe, and his toe was red and throbbing like a strawberry. And the leprechaun, he said, bee, why did you bite me in the toe? And the bee flew down and said, wear shoes, wear shoes. The old leprechaun went to the tree, and he looked up and said, tree, what kind of shoe shall I make myself? And the tree said, make shoes? So you can walk up my trunk, out on my branch, and enjoy yourself. Good! The old leprechaun, he went down to the lake, and he called, Bird, Bird, come down here. Bird, what kind of shoe shall I make myself? And the bird, he said, Make shoes with golden wings. Then you could fly above and see the world as I do. The leprechaun climbed his friend the tree, and when it got dark, He took out a magic knife and he started carving a hunk of wood. 
and soon enough that wood was softer than any leather. And then, shh, there was a flame in the night. It was a wing, and suddenly it was invisible. In an hour's time, shh, there was another wing. Exhausted, the leprechaun lay fell asleep, and deep in the night, <laughs> oh, the leprechaun heard a cry of pain, and so the old leprechaun, he climbed down, down, jumped into the dark, and he said, I'll be back, tree. I'll wait right here. I know you will. The old leprechaun, he crossed no man's land, and he saw her in the dark. There was an eight-year-old boy, Connor, sitting against a tree, crying. Well, everyone knew Connor's story. Connor was lame, and he couldn't run well, of course. Well, Connor would get to the school, and the master was always late. What Connor loved to do was he would sit down in the dirt with a stick, and he'd do drawings in the dirt. A ritual grew up around those drawings. An older boy, Dirk, he was a real bully. He'd bring four friends over, and they would stamp on the drawings, and Dirk would say, Get up, Connor. Get up. We're going to race around the schoolhouse, teach you how to be a man. Dirk would lift up his right hand. There'd be 23 boys, and Dirk would say, Go! They'd all race around, and... Connor was always a sad last, and Dirk was always first, and he'd be waiting there. Well, Connor, we're huffing and puffing, aren't we, Connor? Connor, now we're going to race up that tree. You better not be last. Go! The race had begun, and Connor's arms were good. He was strong, but he was never first climbing the tree. He hated the whole thing, and tonight, Connor's tears were bitter as lemon drops. I hate the school. I know the drones are good. No one bothers to look at them. The leprechaun, he sighed and thought, what can I do for the boy? And he turned his back and he climbed the tree. In the morning, the old leprechaun was finishing the shoes. Shh, shh. The leprechaun put on the magic shoes and the leprechaun walked down the trunk of the tree. And the tree said, brave shoes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to show the bird. I'll wait right here. I know you will. The old leprechaun went down and said, Bird, watch this. And the leprechaun flew into the air. The two of them, they were going to fly over the village and out to sea. But just then, <laughs> there was a cry of pain. And the leprechaun said, I'll be back, Bird. There's some trouble. And the leprechaun flew over the schoolhouse. And there was Dirk. He had just stamped out the drawer and he pulled Connor up. <laughs> oh, Connor, we're going to race around the schoolhouse. You never learn. Are you ready, Connor? Better not be lost. Dirk lifted up his arm. Go! The race began. Connor was a sad last, and there was Dirk. Well, we're huffing and puffing, aren't we, Connor? Come over here, Connor. Come over here, Connor. Connor came over, and Dirk shoved him into the bushes. <laughs> now, when you get on your feet, Connor, we're going to race around the schoolhouse again because you were so slow. You better not be lost. Connor was in the bushes. He was so angry and so hurt, and he saw the leprechaun. Shh, Connor, I'm putting my shoes on you. The shoes stretched magically, and he tied them on Connor. And Connor stood up, and he was shaken with those wings, and Dirk said, Look at him shaken now. <laughs> All right, you better not be lost. All right, everyone, go! The race began, and Connor, he flew around the schoolhouse nine times. 
before anyone got around once. Connor was like a stallion, full of fire, and Connor was waiting there. Well, Dirk, we're huffing and puffing, aren't we? Well, Connor, all right, let's race up the tree. And Connor said, I'm going to show you all how to climb a tree. And Connor, he walked up the trunk of the tree. At the top of the tree, he folded his arms and he smiled and was floating down. All right, everyone, close your mouths and stop your gaping and come over here. I said, come over here. They all started over cowering and Connor picked up a stick. All right, everyone, get a stick. I'm going to show you how to draw. Well, they learned a thing or two that day. And that night, Connor came running across no man's land. He lifted the shoes up and said, Leprechaun, thank you for the best day of my life. Here are your shoes. Connor, what would you do if I gave you the shoes? Well, I don't need them for running. I do that fine, but I could see things the birds see and do drawings of them. Keep the shoes, Connor. Thank you, Leprechaun. Connor went running off, and the old leprechaun, he was stretching up there for hours, and finally said, Well, tree, I think I was meant to go barefoot on this earth. Me too, said the tree. He finally had a second joke. Connor and the Leprechaun, a story told for you by Jay O'Callaghan here on The Appleseed. Thanks to Trent Horton for bringing us the story. Trent, where does that story take you? Uh, it takes me flying with the birds. <laughs> no, um, you know, it takes me to to a place where I, I a, a place of introspection, I suppose, yeah. where I think about, you know, this was a very generous Leprechaun. Yeah. You know, every pair of shoes he makes... He just ends up giving them away, and he never has a pair of shoes. And, uh, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, what what do I have that I could give to someone more in need? Yeah. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to be maybe a physical object either, you know. Yeah. It could just be some time. Sure. We ask our we, – we're good at asking what do I have that I can use, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe we're less good at asking what do I have that I can give, right? Yeah. I, I love J.O. Callahan. I, I, there's always I always have felt like there's this kind of there's this kind of desperate energy in a J.O. Callahan story. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I asked him about that one time and I, I used those words. I said, tell me about kind of the desperate energy that I feel in all of your stories. And he said, oh, that's uh, that's not desperation. He said, that's the love. <laughs> mm. You know, very it's hard. It's very confusing which one it could be. Love or desperation. <laughs> They probably live pretty close on the spectrum, right? Yeah, they probably do a little bit. (laughs) Well, it was such a pleasure to hear that story. Yeah, and a story about giving, right? And uh, if there's an invitation here, it is to think about that. You know, what do I have that I can give? That's a question worth asking. A pleasure to uh, have listened to the story, not only with you, but with Trent Horton as well. Trent, thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course. And of course, you can join us on Thursday for our full hour-long episode drop filled with stories for you and your family, including a tale recorded right here in the Appleseed studio. Bill Lepp, the storyteller, the wonderful West Virginia tall tale teller. And the story is about riding your bike so fast 
that you could set your chain on fire. Who wouldn't wish for that, right? The story is called Firebike. Don't miss it in the next full hour-long episode of The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.